0: Combat Ops Arena, that's right, you heard me, Combat Ops Arena. I keep stressing and stressing before every show that everybody needs to go to Combat Ops Arena. But this time I'm serious, get there during the Christmas holiday. They have got everything you need to kill some time and have a lot of fun during the Christmas holiday. Laser tag, they've got bowling, an arcade, of course the Nerf Arena, the axe throwing, the food, the drinks. You could stay there all day and I do recommend it. Combat Ops Arena on Lay Road and at CombatOpsArena.com. Let's do this, Cody Soul. Coming up on this week's episode of the Combat Ops Arena Comets Podcast. salutations good morning good evening good afternoon How's everybody doing? I hope everybody is doing well. Hopefully your day is going great, and hopefully I'm going to make your day even better with this week's episode of the Combat Ops Arena Comets Podcast, because this week we have got the big guy, Cody Soul. Yes, I managed to get this guy because Cody is everywhere. He's always busy. I managed to nail him down, have him sit down for an interview, and it was fantastic. Cody is such a great guy. He is always doing things, you know, if you ask Cody to do something, he is going to be out the door. That's how good this guy is. He is a true Comet. And this conversation was great. You know, we talked about, uh, you know, how we got to Fort Wayne. We talked about his, uh, you know, the haircut montage, how many haircuts he has had since he's been in Fort Wayne. Also, what he does in the offseason, a runner's high that he got, and he also got lost doing it this summer. And uh, talks a little bit about his family and uh, a little bit of everything in this interview. And it was a great sit-down with Cody Soul. And, again, Cody is always nice enough whenever I talk to him to sit down if he's been injured, yeah, he will hop on the microphone during the broadcast, and this was no different. So Cody Soul coming up right here on the Combat Ops Arena Comets Podcast. Just, I like, kind of just let it go and wherever the conversation goes.
1: All right, well, you better spark it up then.
0: I will. You got a tough act to follow because Benny was the last show and, you know, Uh-oh. he brought it.
1: <laughs> He's a coach, so no one really cares about coaches.
0: <laughs> so a spin class. Spin class this morning.
1: Yeah, well, what did need be now, you really can't do you can't do a whole mod. You're not, not out skating yet. Yeah. So I go to spin class at uh, Spies. Spee's um a girl named hannah picotti she uh she comes she comes to all our games too she's a big big fan of the team and she uh she runs that and she runs a yoga class for the for us too out of the goodness of her heart so we've gotten her a few a few ball caps and a few things for her in appreciation but yeah it's a it's, it's a good way to get going and it was you push yourself a little harder because you, you do you ride the bike yeah. by yourself you can only push yourself so far but when someone's up front they get the music going for you yeah. and they tell you what to do it's a lot easier
0: so was it a, a pack class this morning, or was it just...
1: Uh, it was a noon hour class. So there was probably about 10 people in there. Yeah. So some people, they rip over from work, and then they rip back to work after they're done there's their little spin class, so...
0: Yeah, I can't do anything aerobic. That's so just.
1: Have you been to Spice before?
0: No, actually, I go to a different gym, oh, so yeah. I'm just not into the whole aerobic thing. It's, yeah, well, Spice, I get bored with it. So. Spice
1: has all these, like, they have lions around, yeah. like bears, and mooses. When you first... A lot of new guys say it's a, it's a touch weird when they first walk in there, but once you get used to it, it's pretty... I, I like it. It's huge. It's got yeah. it's got stuff, the turf stuff in the back for us. It's got all the classes for us, too, so I enjoy it.
0: Yeah. I'm just not a big fan of the aerobic stuff. I have never been able to get into the classes or anything like that. I just go... You to get, I
1: run this summer probably about once a week to yeah. get that runner's high, which is, which is a lot of fun. And then <laughs> one time I got too far from home... <laughs> and then I was like two kilometers from home, and I, would, my, I was burnt out. So I was like, that was the worst part about it, trying to get home with no fumes left. So,
0: <laughs> so you didn't plan ahead. You were just like, no, you're I just gonna just, run.
1: Well, I started running, and then I, instead of turning back at a certain point, yeah. I was I was I had a runner's high, so I just kept running and running and running, and then before I knew it. I'm pushing nine kilometers and I'm still two kilometers away from home. So,
0: so is the runner's high. Is that help you forget where you are? <laughs> it just, like, just I
1: don't know. Just this aroma takes over your body. Really? You, you, you don't feel any tiredness. You don't. You feel like you could run faster, you just, and just of also you have this little pop in your step, and then once that stops, you're, you're
0: screwed. So. <laughs> so how far do you have to go to get that runner's the high? The runner's high, usually... I'm sure it's probably different for everybody. Yeah, for me, it'd be a flight of steps. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's different for everyone, for sure. Within, within the, I say, the first kilometer, I usually get it. The first kilometer sucks when you're... It's hot out, especially... You, <clears throat> it's kind of similar to right here. It's really humid, yeah. so it's, I usually try to run later on in the night, but when it's humid out, the first hour, the first kilometer kind of sucks, and then once... Once the runner's high kind of kicks in, then you're getting to get into it, and then it really picks up, and then you're you really get that runner's eye, but then I hit it. the wall. I don't know how marathon runners do it. Yeah. There's My girlfriend, I said she, one day she wants to do uh, a marathon. I said I said I have no intentions and I have no desire to run a marathon with you. If you want to train for one, I'll cheer you on, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna run it with you.
0: But she's a soccer player, right? Yeah,
1: she is. So she yeah, runs used, an awful lot on yeah. So they're used to running. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she likes it, so she tore her ACL last year. So she just came back from that. But yeah, soccer's a ton of running. That's why I like hockey so much. You can you can glide. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> soccer and f- football and all that stuff. But once you stop, you are you're done. You're, you're not moving anymore. Yeah. So it's nice when you do when you do bag skate and you're you can pretend you look more tired than you are by just really pumping those arms and <laughs> <laughs> pretend you're moving. But right. As really long as hopefully the coaches aren't listening to this, but I'm sure they know. But sometimes <laughs> yeah, the legs get heavy, but yeah, I like it.
0: So, uh, did you play any other sports? I know you played baseball a little bit, right? Played baseball a little yeah. bit
1: growing up. I I bounced around from house league soccer to um, inline, which is like roller hockey, yeah. and then baseball. I started. I was I started, did house league baseball. Then I uh, played travel baseball, and then I was a good. I was a good fielder, left field and uh, and first base. And then, but I could not hit the ball whatsoever. Right. Like, but I was I was fast yeah. at that age too. Yeah. I was like I don't know 12 or 13, so I was I was tall, but I was fast. So I just bunted the ball. Like I couldn't. I I, I did batting <laughs> practice. with My dad. We went to the local batting cage. Yeah. He would pitch me, and I for some reason could not hit a ball. But now I play slow pitch in the summer, and I can I can hit hit that. You can ball. mash. Yeah, that's right. So I'm still my my buddies who've been playing for years. There, it's there's a little technique too. It doesn't really have. Matter big you are, how yeah, hardy swings. Oh yeah. Just, yeah, And all those bats too. Like the same with our sticks. The technology of our sticks is yeah. is ridiculous. The technology in those bats, you hit it in the right spot, it's going over the fence.
0: Oh yeah, I uh, oh. they I used to play. I played majors, uh, men's senior baseball for years, and they started outlawing you know some of the bats yeah, we were using because bunch they, were, of bats, yeah, because yeah, that's all what they were is, is you would hit it and they would just go and you could rip somebody's head off.
1: My uh, <laughs> my cousin, my older cousin, he plays for the men's uh, slow pitch team with yeah. Team Canada. And they play. Uh, they do like the Four Nations Cup, and they play against the states and stuff. And they're only allowed having so many home runs in a game because they, they can they can really hit home runs yeah. on on command. So they're only allowed. I think it's like five or six home runs a game. So they if there's no one on base and a guy hits a home run, yeah. they're they're mad at him. So <laughs> for me, it's different. Yeah, the guys are that good at it.
0: So yeah. so uh, let's talk about the, the new do you got. I, you know, you 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 search Cody soul do it, do a Google search, just do images, and you get the haircut montage, and it's fascinating. Whatever your mood was yeah. at that time. <clears throat> I,
1: was, I, I always liked my <laughs> long hair, but then, as of lately, well, once I when I hit, fought uh, Biggs when he was playing in Kazoo, I uh, I came across with a with a right hook, I missed him, and yeah. then when I came back and to square back up to him, the, my hair flew in front of my face. And he threw a right hook at me, and I didn't even see it coming. It popped me right in the face, and it broke my cheekbone. And I always look for not look for a reason, but it was like I had long hair for I had it since my third year junior. I, last time I, I yeah, cut you go it.
0: back at those those early pictures of you in London. You you were clean cut. You yeah, were, So yeah. I, my second year junior,
1: we we cut it for playoffs, and then ever since then, I just grew it out until that, that last year when I cut yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I broke my broke my cheekbone. I said that was yeah, that was the kind of the deciding factor for me that I think wanna. I get rid of it, but it was uh, it was my look. It was my signature look. Yeah. The the beard, the hair. It was just I was thinking fashion around town you could you get noticed easily with looking like that being six foot seven, looking like a donkey. <laughs> but I don't know. I I think I look better now than what I did. I go back in pictures and I think it's ridiculous, but I don't know, I just think with the uh, with this haircut it's just it's You got the Mohawk kind of yeah, thing going on. I like now. the Mohawk. It's something yeah. different. It's not the your typical your, your typical haircut it's just almost kind of like peacock and kind of but I, yeah. I like to do something different not follow the crowd so
0: uh, you see these guys play with the beards like uh the saucerman guy who just yeah, got called up that yeah. that's nuts I don't know how you guys can play with that he's, yeah he's getting blown
1: up all over social media that's the thing <laughs> with social media you can like, Yeah. I I've, I know I knew about him playing through the leagues yeah. and then I've always seen him on there and he was I think he was buddies with uh Maybe Leo. I'm not sure. It was one of, some of his buddies was the guy last year yeah. on the team, and so I knew about him. And then he gets called up, and then a new headshot gets posted in, in, on Instagram, and <laughs> all the, ho- the whole hockey world just blows up on it. Called, well, he has a good name too, Colton Saucerman, Saucerman. yeah. So it's a good hockey name. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. Was, I used to have that big beard, and it was it was mine wasn't as nice as his. Mine was looked like an Amish Amish right. man.
0: Well, you're in Indiana, so you probably it yeah, right in.
1: And, uh, nothing against the Amish, but yeah, that's the kind of beard it looked like. So,
0: but you're, you're such a big guy too. So again, yo, know, you get the get noticed. and I asked about different sports. I remember a couple years ago when we were at the Three Rivers Festival parade, and the guys from St. Francis football was right behind us, and they immediately come up and tried to recruit you. Yeah, <laughs> same thing.
1: Yeah, same thing at the at the gym. The the Fort Wayne uh, rugby team, the yeah. semi pro rugby team, trains out of there too. So their coaches always try to recruit me to come in and said, I don't know. I I get hurt playing hockey and and rugby and football. There's contact and hits every play. Right. I don't think my body could handle it anymore. Maybe <laughs> if I started when I was younger, but my body's my body's uh, not taking hits as good as it used to. I'm still still able to play, but yeah, you, yeah, you feel them a little a little bit more than when you're 18 years old or 21 years old. So yeah, my mindset's still the same. I still feel like I'm 21. Still like since I was <laughs> 16 like, when I moved out of my parents' place. To, uh, to Saginaw, I, uh, so we moved in there. I didn't made, made a team out of camp, so I didn't, uh, so I wasn't set up a bill or anything yet, so I wasn't expected to make a team, signed and made a team out of camp, stayed for about a couple weeks, and then eventually did get released back to, to junior B, back home, and then I got called again at Christmas time. So since I was 16, I was a living away from home, and that was just, that was the lifestyle that we lived and <clears throat> with Billets and stuff. Then we played pro. So since I was 16, I've been doing the same thing, playing hockey. meaning gone for your family for eight months, and you're back home helping my helping dad and just buying a house and stuff like that yeah. in the summer. So not much has changed other than my body has changed a lot. So. <laughs> but
0: you've, you've been on your own, so it's yeah. kind of like you grow up really fast. You yeah. know, you, you have to learn to do stuff on your own and... and uh... Uh, there's things I can't even still do on my own, so uh, my hats off to you guys. Yeah. But so you see, you, you go home. So what does mom and dad do? What do you help them out with?
1: Uh, my dad is uh, my dad is a residential painter. He does a lot of new a lot of new construction, especially in the summer, because they build the houses three to four times faster than they can in yeah. the winter. Uh, he has a lot of existing clients, so I've been I've been helping out him in the summers here and there when he when he needs me. And then my mom is a hairdresser. So she so Just she, talking about hair. Yeah, yeah she she loves uh, she loved my long hair and but she she said it was yeah you're cutting it it was time to go but my dad actually he he loves uh, he loves mullets he used to have a mullet all oh, day. He, he oh, I do too. He, he wished he had his uh, his long hair back but uh, he doesn't have it. But he they used, they like my hair but they don't mind uh, my new change either. So. Well, yeah, my mom's he, a hairdresser, dad is a painter. My brother works for my my dad too, and then uh, so I then in the summers I just kind of work out, skate, and then help my dad when he needs some some time. Now you're a tall guy, so
0: you can paint. Yeah, so you can get up in those hard to reach places. Yeah. Right? We still use we still use ladders, but it <laughs>
1: makes does, makes you closer to the eye line. So <laughs> my dad, I, pretty much, yeah, I'll, I'll roll walls for him. He, my dad, does uh cuts in the lines. We don't use tape or anything. He's, yeah. He's, he's good at his job. He's uh he's one of the best in in our town. So yeah. he gets uh, a lot of a lot of returning customers and even the new construction we do on, Benchy a few years later. He's been working with the, this uh, builder for I don't know <coughs> ten years maybe. Yeah. So he's or yeah, about ten years is this new builder and he gets returning customers from clients that. First built the house in a subdivision. He's going back to their yeah. houses now. So if you do, you do good work. That's why he doesn't advertise. Yeah. He drives a truck and none of his name on it. And I think it's all word of mouth. So he said, if you do good work, people will come
0: back. Yeah. So, so, so there you go. So Garrett Ladd, he's got his own construction business now. Cody's family has a painting business. So there you go. Maybe we can mesh these yeah. two together. Well, cross
1: cross border, we're not allowed <laughs> doing that. So. You, it's crazy how uh, how close we are, Can- right? Canada and the states, how how close we are, and how everything's kind of mixed in with all the travel and people buying stuff on. bitches so they're so far away from, just like getting your P one and stuff. It's not like it's a hassle. It's just yeah, they ask a few questions. Obviously, there's been there's been threats against the states and stuff yeah. like that. So, I understand why they take uh, their security and their job seriously. But yeah, it just for something we're so close, we're right. neighbors. <laughs> it makes it it's just such a hassle. Yeah, and even like buying vehicles and stuff is yeah. such a cuz I want I to like get a new truck but I do pay all the taxes and the, and your vehicles here aren't the same we did, we have daylight daytime running lights and all these things and yeah. different codes we have higher we have higher standard in, on safety and security and that kind of stuff back in <laughs> back in Canada,
0: but yeah it's it's kind of rough for you guys because we have so many ex-comets living in Fort Wayne and obviously many of them are from Canada but back in the day it was obviously a lot easier to stay here yeah it was but a, now you guys can't do that
1: it was easier to get yeah. your, your green card and because a lot of those guys would marry girls or yeah. get a job here so pretty much you're allowed to stay in the states if you have a job that you you can't you're not taken away from America. And if you have a specialized job. Right. Then you're allowed to stay here and do your job. But if you're taken away, like just say you're working at a grocery store or something yeah. like that, that's it. Ameri- not any American can do that job, so they won't let you do that. So, like, basically, Americans on our team could play hockey and then have a part-time job if they wanted to. But for guys like us Canadians, we're not we're not allowed to. So yeah, you guys just, can't.
0: Well, that's the thing with with wives too. You know, uh, uh, Shabzi's wife can't work. Ben's no. wife can't work. You yeah, know, that's, so it's kind of yeah.
1: It's a little. It's more a little strain on the budget. But they they made it work. I know has got a couple houses back home that he's got. So he's working for him too. So I remember when me and Tommy went back one time, Windsor had a bad flood. We went back and helped out Shazzy clean out one of the basements yeah. of his place. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so teammates goes uh, beyond hockey, even even in the offseason, even when you guys go back home. Yeah, well,
1: it's it didn't even, when I first met Shazzy, like I seen him, I seen they signed him and didn't even think anything of it. I seen, played in from Chatham and then I came here and then started to get to know him. Then now we become like really good friends and friends with Nicole too and the kids. Like I think the kids are awesome. They're a lot of fun to be around, especially with, Nieces and nephews at home that you don't get yeah. to see all the time, so it's nice to go go over to their place and, and ruckus them up, rile them up before bed, <laughs> and then get out of there. So,
0: so you, this is your fifth year in Fort Wayne. Yeah. Man, did you ever think when you got here that you'd be here for five years? Oh, if I would if have known
1: that, would have bought a house right when I got here. So. <laughs> no, I didn't think uh, I would be here for five years, but like I've I mentioned you before, like you yeah. get I mean, you've been treated, you get treated like a human being here. You get treated. I've been around. You, I've been to organizations and I've been through teams, and not, they're not all bad. But there's yeah. there's times you get get treated like a number. You're not sure. You don't feel like you're like a human being or a person. So, he'd be coming here, it was just like the minutes of the office. It's an old school office. Yeah. So we're, we're in here. So, and Dave's uh um, Dave's uh office is pretty much a four ha- yeah. yeah. It's a hall of fame. Yeah. So so <laughs> a wall of fame. So you can come here. You can come here any day of the week and come hang out. I hang out with Scott. Scott yeah. too. and it's just things like that. I never really had the experience in any other places uh, of doing that and getting connected with the actual off ice staff and stuff. So I enjoyed that part of it. And yeah, the Dave Dave comes after every game we win. He Dave's in there. He's ho- ho- hooting and hollering he, any games we lose as too. He's still in there. He's patting us up in the back saying we'll get him next time. So you don't you don't generally see. General managers and, and right. guys like that in the locker room and caring that much about the organization. So
0: yeah, and, and that's great. Just like you said, you know, this 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 office that we're doing this podcast in right now, it's more of a family room when you walk in because I've got a row of chairs here. Any everybody just comes in and plops down and yeah. talks to me. Like you said, Scott's got a couch in his office. People yeah. just come in and plop yeah, down. It's so very, very much it's almost like, like set up on purpose. Tour. Yeah,
1: yeah. So in obviously the Fort Wayne comments they do well and stuff, and they feel no need to to renovate an office like this. There's, there's so much character in a place like yeah. this, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of places you played, we're going to St. John's in February. You spent a little bit of time yeah, in there, and I think you and uh, Fucali, I think the only two who actually played there. So I've been getting the gauge of, like, how cold it's going to be in February in Newfoundland.
1: Uh, yeah, My so my first year pro, we I was in Colorado, in Fort Collins, Colorado, which is now in the American League, and then I was in St. John's, so I split the season half and half there. And it's there was a time when when it when it snows it snows it's anything com- it comes right off the ocean and yeah. there is times we miss 2 days in a row but luckily, where the Delta we're staying at, which I would imagine we're staying at, is there's a catwalk connected to the arena. So you could technically, technically okay. stay inside for the duration <laughs> of the trip and never <laughs> and never see the outside, unless you've got to go to the, the airport. But yeah. when you're in the hotel, there's a way to get to the rink without going outside.
0: Which you're saying, I hear it's beautiful. Like, yeah, in the it's summertime, I'm sure it's fantastic. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah,
1: they, they get uh, the government or the, the local, like um, the pro- provincial government there, you can... Um, paint your house a certain color. I think they have certain colors you can do and they would like you to do. So all the colors are different colors. They've they have yellow, reds and blues and it. it's it's cool. Like all this every every house is a different color and the there's old roads and stuff that was yeah. like old like cow pass I guess we were using when, they, right. when people first settled there, that's how right. they were getting around and then they decided just instead of uh instead of making a new one just paved it paved it all and there's one there's one big intersection there it has like seven roads coming into one it's it's crazy so it's it's a unique city for sure it's they call it the rock because it is just yeah. just the rock and there's a place called uh, signal hill it's a place right on the point you can look right in the ocean it's, it's it's amazing out there i was there for yeah for three and a half months and it was it was a really good time
0: i know there's going to be some comet fans who are going to make that trip yeah. I, uh, when we announced that we were going there were several people saying we've already looked into Plane tickets were gonna be there. So that's another thing that probably keeps you coming back, so how well these fans travel. Every building you go into, you you might not see a bunch, but there's gonna be two or three yeah, or four or
1: a half dozen. Yeah, Kzu we have a we have a ton of I think sometimes we outnumber a fans, yeah. but Yeah, they they travel well and there's there's a couple there's a retired couple that uh came out to Rapid City West and Purchase dinner for us, and so know, you know they always, they talk to grammar. They grammar leaves a few tickets for us in a row. We not many uh, players have uh, parents or friends that come out, so stuff like that. Even you would never see that uh, fans like yeah. that having interaction with the coach or with players like that. You don't you don't see that often, or there are some that you that try and get closer than you want them to. But that's just that's the sport of the art of the sport. So. But I think it's cool, you know, coming out there, and I definitely encourage anyone that's listening to go to St. John's and come check it out. It's a, it's an amazing part of Canada. So,
0: Do, you, do your uh, folks ever come down and get to see you play? play? Uh, they come down. We're not being
1: hurt right now. They're not coming down, yeah. but anytime there's back-to-back home games yeah. or there's a weekend where there's two home games or one game away, they'll, they'll come down. They like the, the K-Zoo first, then come down here, but yeah. they would have came down this weekend for the Friday, Saturday, and head home after. But yeah. They um they especially my dad being self employed he can right. he can pretty much take off yeah take off whatever he wants and you're to. from Woodstock
0: so it's Toronto area Wood, right? Woodstock
1: no it's about it's about an hour about an hour east of or sorry hour west of the Toronto okay so towards this way so, so you kind
0: so, of so Woodstock's a smaller town but you're still you're, yeah it's about 30,000.
1: Yeah. 30, that's why yeah. I, I used to live back home with my parents and then after my last year junior it was getting to the point where I didn't want to travel to work out anymore so my oldest brother his his best friend had a house in london and at, the time, at that time they were 27 and i was 21 or 20 and then he had an open room so i asked if i could stay there and i, I traded him a couple hockey sticks <laughs> for free rent for two months because at that time i was not making a ton of money but yeah. i was in the midst of trying to sign my pr- first pro contract stuff so i traded him a couple hockey sticks for that and then i stayed there and now we keep, became good buddies so it was a lot of fun and then lived there for a couple years for two summers and then I finally signed my entry level, and then uh, my dad uh, encouraged me to buy a place because the guy I was living with said that he wanted to rent his out to students because he lived close to the West yeah. University of Western Ontario. So my dad, I talked to my dad about. it He said, "Yeah, we should we should try and get, buy a house, look for something, because he was living, looking for somewhere to live." My brother was living in Embro, which is a super small town, and it was traveling back and forth to work with my dad. So either way, he was traveling. So then we all decided, me and my brother decided to buy a house we found a place that had six bedrooms so that was the thing was we needed six parking spots with six <laughs> bedrooms with two bathrooms and yeah. that's uh you run into some places looking f- <laughs> looking for that and you and you don't get many options either you get you're looking at maybe five six on the market to start and then you got to wait till something else comes up so we finally found a place we we l- went into. there looked at it we liked it it was people living there before us kind of, they smoked in the in the place so it kind of had a little smell to it it's like, and I, my brother was better at looking past things than I was there yeah. especially working with my dad we, everything we do is immaculate the paint is fresh right. the trim is fresh yeah. everything looks it's brand new so helping my dad out I and that see, craftsman
0: background that, yeah Yeah.
1: so you have you see everything perfect all the time when you're yeah. working on job sites and then um, now they have uh, this house it was just kind of dingy so then we finally we pulled the trigger on it. Had a hot tub too, which was was put to good use, especially with six young guys. It was <laughs> we, made, you know, we had my couple of my buddies were taking morning showers in the hot tub in the winter before <laughs> we went to work. So, I missed out a bit of fun in the su- in the winter, but in the yeah. summers it was it was a good time. We had a big backyard, and it was it was a good spot. It was definitely worth my while to be there. So we had my five buddies that lived there, me and my brother. Then it was me and my brother and four buddies that lived there. So they, they had room and board and it helped us with the mortgage. And now yeah. I just, I just sold the house too, actually. So, so now I'm homeless again, but <laughs> I think the, well, we made, we made it, we made a good profit off. Yeah. It. So my yeah. brother was pretty much the landlord while I was gone. He, he took care of all the bills and, a all that stuff, and he, we painted it, and he helped did a lot of that stuff, so I was gone. And he said there was times when it was it was frustrating to deal with uh, a lot of the shenanigans. They, when you don't live, we don't own the place. You don't, you don't right. necessarily respect it as much, so they uh, they had a lot of fun while they we were there, but my brother also had some heartache, too, but it was, you know, not every day. You get to, for four years, they get to live together with their best buddies, and now everyone's kind of pawning off now, getting married. My one buddy just got married last summer. So we everyone's uh, everyone's moving on now. So Yes, but you're still living
0: the bachelor life. So living the but bachelor. Attached. Yeah, you're I have attached. a girlfriend, but still living the bachelor yeah. life,
1: so I, I enjoy it. It's it's fun. I like having I like having the freedom to to do stuff, but also having a girlfriend it's been a change but I've also enjoyed it someone to <laughs> To talk to about other things other than hockey and trying to just some of this goof around. And with she's she's too. from here. Right? she's, she's Portland? from Portland. Portland. So okay. So our, so our south of here. So. so
0: you could stay in the country, is what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if things progress. Yeah. So <laughs> you
1: yeah, and I'm sure if I stay in Portland, it's a it's a pretty small town. It's a nice little town, yeah. but it's it's pretty small. No <laughs> hockey rink there. So no, just, no. There's, that's what i think Like there's no there's no hockey rinks anywhere. You go in Canada, all these Indiana would be just, just covered in, in small towns with.
0: Well, you might have to rinks, you so. might have to change to basketball because that's what we got. In yeah, yeah. So I don't
1: don't Know, but <laughs> no, it's uh, that's a th- that's what I told my girlfriend or I told Gabby that she uh, like, they have a community center, it's a nice community center with the pool and everything. It's a back home, like this small town, where, like with 2,000 people. at her town's not 2,000, but 2,000 uh, uh, little town would definitely have a hockey rink. Tomorrow's right. a hockey rink, Tomorrow's a hockey rink is pretty much a staple in every small town in Canada, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And you were you were drafted, right? You were drafted by Atlanta. So I mean, what is that like? Obviously, you have uh, someone like a Zach Fucali was drafted in the, the second round. So I mean, he's you know that's you're on the stage or all that stuff. But here, you know, you go in the later rounds, you just get a phone call. Is uh, that what happens? It was actually
1: the, Mon- the draft was in Montreal at the time, yeah. so my agent was talking to a few teams, and he told me, he said, yeah, you should you should head up to the draft. It was only six hours yeah. away from from my hometown at the time. So as I headed to draft. I had a strong, strong belief that you will get drafted, and there's a few teams interested in you, and they they'll probably take you in, in the la- in the later rounds. So I went there, never talked to Atlanta once, and then they ended up. So I went to they they have the NHL combine in, yeah. in Toronto. So. There's guys that actually do the workout part. So I went there, not for the combine part, but I went to the second day, which was a lot of interviews. So I got a few teams interviewing me. So I had four or five teams actually sit in the office right, in a hotel room with the whole brass and everything, which is kind of intimidating at the right. time, but yeah, kind of cool at the same time. We could, you're getting people are interested in you and you're something you've done since three or four years old. Now you got NHL teams that you've been watching, and now they're, uh, now they're drilling you with questions. So.
0: What kind of questions do they ask you?
1: Just they ask. They ask. They want to get to know the person yeah. inside of you. They because they know all the scouts, so they know what you can do. Right. As, as a hockey player, so they ask you where you're from. Kind of similar. To this they kind of just yuck it up yeah. with you. Kind of. They, think some guys. I forget what team it was. They're asking like trick questions, like something like you if you uh, were in, stuck in a building and or like desert island kind of questions like that. Yeah. They're asking. Just I don't know if it was like they had a psychological person making up these questions or. Right. But they had some guys said, "Yeah, there were some brainbusters out there." So <laughs> asking, you yeah, what three things would you bring on a deserted island?" Things like that. So yeah, they really want to try and test your, your character to see what kind of person you actually are. So
0: oh, that might be a uh, a thing for this podcast. What three what, what three things would you bring on a deserted yeah. island? I might have to start asking that. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I don't even know what I would <laughs> bring. Especially yeah, because you're you're so intimidated too. You're sitting right. there on the block. So but it was it was good. So then eventually I went to the draft in Montreal. We were sitting in the arena. Um, so in Montreal was uh, Montreal Canadiens is my dad's And my, my brother team. And my favorite team growing up So I've been there once before To watch a Montreal Boston game And one brother's favorite team is Boston So I've been there once before And then we all went back again And uh, it was it was cool It was amazing You know being there And then sitting there And then finally my name got called I didn't go on the stage But they're st- same, it's the yeah. same setup They're all on the arena floor With their tables And the brass around Sitting on the table So And they had their little Their little Atlanta Thrasher flags Sitting up right. there Then they called my name and the same thing. Got up, hugged my parents. Was pretty excited. My mom started crying. It was. It was. It was a cool scene to be had. I went down there. We just and I. I look at pictures now. I got pictures on my Facebook. Yeah. of Me and I look. I'm. I'm so. I'm so little. I, you look like a kid. I yeah. mean, you were, you
0: were a kid. I mean, how old were you? You're I a been 18. Yeah. yeah. I would have been 18, 19. Yeah.
1: And, yeah I was 18 because in Montreal the drinking age is 18. Yeah. So after that that night we went, <laughs> I took our pictures and stuff. Went out for dinner. Then we all we all went out after and. Uh, and drank some beers and had a little a good time then we came back so i, I said uh, two other guys i work out with uh jordan schwartz he's actually in, in providence he's in, in boston system he started out in arizona system and then another guy brett fleming who's over in czech republic yeah. now so they were there he was they were kind of my friends growing up like once i <coughs> that same agent too so kind of get yeah. to know him so we went out out in the town my brother my my cousin my other brother we all went out in town with a bunch of us and then we come back at the end of the night and my dad's waiting up for us and he said, "Where's your brother?" I said, "What do you mean? <laughs> your, my your brother, Brent? I was like, "I don't know. I think we thought he was here." So then, my dad, thinking he was gonna be the savior, goes out to Catherine Street. It's in Catherine Street, they call it. Yeah, which is a happening place. In yeah, Montreal. and there yeah. is there is bars. It's like yeah. a cobblestone street. There yeah. there is bars everywhere. There's are three stacked up. He thinks he can go out there and try and find my brother. So my dad's out there <laughs> looking for him. And then ten minutes later, he comes back. My brother comes back with my one buddy. My dad comes back ten minutes after that. And said he was, he's all furious and stuff. But it was good. And then the next morning, my oldest brother was was pretty hungover. And my grandpa was there too, so he's trying to hide it from my grandpa. He's he's puking in the in the garbage can <laughs> in front of the hotel, trying to hide it from my grandpa. But it was uh, it was fun, well had. It was definitely like, things like that, memories that you you remember. You don't yeah. you think at the time like it's just little things like that. It was uh, makes your the hockey career. It's obviously not the career I I wanted. Obviously, you think everyone wants to go to the NHL, which is every kid's sure. dream. You got to dream big sure, for sure. sure. But i am definitely uh, not disappointed in how my career went and the, and the friends that I met too. So.
0: so what? what's the bigger thrill, getting drafted in the NHL or having your own bobblehead? Uh, I don't know. Home was <laughs> kind of full circle. At the time,
1: I'd say at the time it was probably getting drafted, but uh, getting a bobblehead when when Scott brought it up to me was, was yeah. pretty cool and my my nieces, nephews, and all my family friends, they love it too. So I never would have thought that. And the Soul Train actually started out in Kitchener my, my first year there, so my f- fourth year junior and uh, three three guys stood uh, sat right close to the gla- glass. It's kind of an old barn, kind of similar yeah. to Fort Wayne's too. So it's a cool spot. And they uh, wore conductor hats and said they uh, they're the Soul Train the Soul Trains. And then ever since then. I, I didn't have Twitter or Instagram or anything right. at, at that time, so then me and my buddy was we thinking of wanting something to make up, and he said, so "Why don't you do Soul Train like those guys?" Did you call so you? I said, see Soul Train," and then it stuck, and then a lot of the fans jumped on it, and they were, they really enjoyed it. So then ever since then, we called Soul Train. And then you Soul.
0: you anybody who gets the the bobblehead obviously gets the bragging rights. So I you know, know. Uh, Shabsy was pretty happy to get his, but he also knew there was a little more satisfaction knowing that you could no longer brag about it, yeah. at least for this year.
1: So yeah, it was it was cool for him <laughs> to get that too. know I, I said, so, so Nicole said, yeah. Uh, on her Instagram so she's posting tons ton of stuff on there talking about how he's uh, finally made it full circle too he finally <laughs> he finally made it big time but after 15 years pro finally got his bobblehead. head so,
0: and that's when you know you've made it I think yeah, you know, when you're immortalized yeah. in, in the bobblehead. so Cool, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming in. I know you're always the guy, and Cody's always the guy. When I got an open microphone during a radio broadcast, you're always the guy to jump on if you're not playing or 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 whatnot. I know you. A couple of years ago, out in Rapid City, when you got suspended, you yeah, came on with me. That, that, was, a great time. that was a trip out That was was an awesome trip too out yeah. there. So, no, I enjoy it.
1: So yeah, I, even the locker room, I'm, I'm a I'm definitely a locker room guy. I like to I like to yack. I like to tell jokes. I like I like to be part of the, all the action. So. Which is which is good. And Shazzy's the same way. Kind of that's what Shazzy brought into like the the locker room. We we've been trying to build is yeah. it makes a lot of fun. You know you got to enjoy coming to the rink. You know some guys I mean there was times in my career I almost quit hockey because I hated going to the rink right. and it was just so demoralizing. You were, we weren't a good team and it was no fun. You're getting yelled at all the time and the older guys weren't very fun. They weren't talking to young yeah. guys at the time. It's just like. You're all on a team. It doesn't matter where you come from, if you're an entry-level guy or it's a two-way player or you're a guy that gets called up from the SP, We all should be part of the one team yeah. and it it more fun. So.
0: Yeah, that's what's great about, about you guys over the past few years. And even, you know, uh, right now as we do this, you're on the shelf, but you're at practice and you're having just as much fun yeah, just, so. you know, just hanging out. Well, and watching not, I ads. have nothing
1: else to do. What am I going to do? Sit at home and watch TV, watch HGTV, watch nonstop Fixer Upper episodes? So. <laughs> Which I've been doing, but gotta I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta learn the craft. Yeah, you learn the craft. You gotta you get a lot of ideas watching those shows. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think I could be a stay-at-home mom. There's not much good television. So, <laughs> all right.
0: You know. Well, all right. Well, we know what you're not going to be uh, after your hockey career. That's going to be a stay-at-home uh, stay-at-home dad. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe though, we'll see. <laughs> all right. So all right. So I appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot for coming out. No, thanks for having me. All right, buddy. Podcast completed thanks everybody for coming on board, listening to this episode, and hopefully while you're here, you're going back and listening to some of the other episodes because they have also been incredibly great, including the last one we had with Ben Boudreau. This one with Cody Soul equally as awesome, and I want to thank Cody, of course, for coming on in, and I hope you enjoyed it because Cody is such a great guy and make sure you see him during the colise- in the Coliseum. You know, he's a little banged up right now. Make sure you give that guy a pat on the back and say we're rooting for him and hoping him, hoping that he gets back in the lineup very soon all right that wraps up this episode i have been your master of ceremonies your play-by-play announcer your all-around great guy jane alberani and you've been listening to the combat ops arena Combats podcast